0: we This is My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic. Welcome to the newest installment of My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic. Joining me in this episode is going to be Adam J., known for his superhero photography that you guys have seen reshared by our Facebook fan page over the last couple of weeks. He's going to be at New York Comic Con doing some photos uh, next week. Uh, Well, actually in two weeks, we figured we'd talk about that and also how he actually got into superhero photography. What's going on, Adam? How are you?
1: I'm very well so
0: very well. Finally we get to speak which is absolutely cool. So uh, how are you? I'm good. Um as I mentioned when we start before we started recording, you know I became a fan of your stuff just because it's it's it was reshared so much on on Facebook and of course one of the most iconic pictures that came across our fan page and across my desk was your venom work because I am a huge fan of venom from the comics so it, I really just dug a little deeper and saw all the other great photography you did. So, of course, the first question is, why superhero photography and how did you get into it?
1: Right. Wow. OK. Um, superhero. OK. Reason why I do this genre is because there's no boundary. I'm not dictated to um, what can be done, what can't be done. It's limitless. So it's basically whatever my imagination can create. Um, which is quite a quite a wacky imagination. So I'm quite fruitful there. Um, I started the uh, superhero style last December. It's when I um, came into came to Miami. I've been chatting to a guy called Jim Logan on Facebook, who does a, a pretty pretty sweet Wolverine, and um, we were like, okay, let's do a shoot. And he brought in a couple of other people, uh, Alexia Jean Gray and uh, Max Power. And I actually said to myself, pretty much then. If this shoot goes well, then I will give it another six months. Uh, And that's what I said to myself. I thought, right, if it goes well, I'll devote a solid six months to it and see where it gets me. Um, Because prior to that, um, I'd been doing different styles of photography, and I wanted to just do something a little bit different. Now, superheroes, everyone loves superheroes. Everyone loves supervillains. I've always liked uh, films always like cartoons, I'm going to put my hand on my heart and say right now, I didn't really get into comics. I've never really known which one to get into, so I've always held off. Um, I remember when I was 17, I borrowed my mate's comics. He had loads all in the clear A4 sleeves, and I kind of went through those. A lot of those were Spider-Man, but more so Judge Dredd, um, Rogue Trooper, Trooper, ABC Warrior. Um, So I don't know compared to the people that I've met over this like, past 10 months, I don't know anything compared to these guys. So it's a learning experience, a day-to-day learning experience. And pretty much when I did that shoot in December, I was looking on the back of the camera and I was thinking, holy shizzle, this is going really well. This is exciting. And I could just feel it in my, on my arms, my goosebumps, my hair standing on end, and I'm like, this is for me. Uh, and that's pretty much where I started when,
0: well, the, the crazy thing that you do versus a lot of guys. And this is something that jumped out for me is that not only do you go out of your way to, to make the characters as close to their comic book counterparts, but you also go out
1: of your way to make a location just as important. I I think the recent stuff that I've done has been looking at more location based, Um, I would say my stock uh, photography of it would be against black. And the reason why I chose black is because I wanted people to see my images and think that could be a poster, that could be a steal from a movie. Um, It needs to be realistic for me. So having kind of like a Wolverine character, for example, against a pink backdrop doesn't work for me. It needs to be realistic. I need to believe that person in that setting. So black is obviously a very good stock uh, stock image to have. Now, in terms of location, it was most probably uh, the, the Venom stuff, which even though it was against black, we kind of broke the mold a little bit and storyboarded this shoot. It starts in the bathroom, Symbiote takes away but moves on to black. Now, I've also used this in... Uh, my female silver surfer shoot that I did last week, we've storyboarded it again, started at a beach, went to the studio, finished off at the beach. And I kind of like this uh, storyboard process. Now, I can't do that with every shoot, because some shoots are very quick. I've got to get it done within 30, 40 minutes, 60 minutes. Um, so I kind of need to pick and choose as to which ones I can storyboard. Um, I would say the biggest location I've done was most probably the, uh, the latest two Lara Croft shoots that I did with Jen in Melbourne in Australia. Now we had um, just an underpass with the motorbike and then we took it to a place called Red Bluff and that was um, Cliff Edge and it literally was a Cliff Edge. Um, you can see it in the, um, in the, behind, the sh- behind the scenes video footage which is quite amusing because prior to that, people thought we'd, I'd shot it in a studio. She was laying down on a board. Um, so I had to have a giggle to, about that. And we used the sunset and it, and it produced an amazing result. And again, I looked on the back of the camera and I was, I was ecstatic. We then, uh, a few days later, took it to um, Hopeton Falls, which is gorgeous uh, waterfall uh, forestry. And again, we kind of... Well, for me, break the mold out of the studio and uh, produce some really cool location shots. So, if I can, I will take it to a location. Studio's very easy to do because normally I can always get into a studio, or you just need a space with uh, a black backdrop, the lights. Uh, location just takes a little bit more thought. Hey, that the the thing about it though is for for the
0: Lara Croft shoot, which. Was amazing to go out of your way and travel all the way to Australia to do that and to store. Did you story, you storyboarded that one
1: out also, right? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, I'll, I'll work with uh, the model with the person. And to be honest, when I say model, I can actually consider them friends. Um, I will work with them to think, okay, how can we storyboard this? Would she do this? That's my biggest thing. If I'm shooting a character, would they do that? Um, like the, I've been working on um, post-edit of a Silver Surfer shoot and I've been speaking with a couple of people, would he do, he or she, because she's female Silver Surfer, the one that we did, would they do such and such? And I kind of need to know whether they would or not to try and keep it as close to that character, pretty much more the comic book character rather than the film and the movie character because they kind of, or Hollywood kind of, pushes it a, a little bit away from the... The comic book itself so um where i can i will travel and i will make uh, make an epic location shoot really um yeah I, I i think the the way forward from here is pretty much i will try and get as many locations as i can or definitely storyboard the bigger shoots that i do for your ensemble for your ensemble
0: piece with with the x-men that you did a while back uh, how did you go about just finding the the talent for that that like what's the process and how do you how do you vet the the male and female models for that type of a shoot because doing something along the lines of the X men you got to find so many different individuals, so many different body types to make sure they embody exactly what you want to show in the shoot how do, How does that
1: process work? Um, Do you know, I kind of rely on friends as well because, again, I've only been in in this uh, industry, as in the superhero community, let's say, since December. So, again, I'm learning. I'm learning who the people are, who the players and the movers and the shakers are. Um, I mean, I absolutely love that anyone can wear an outfit and have fun with it. Um, For the photography that I do or the portfolio stuff, I, I need personally, to believe that person can be a character. So I kind of heavily relied on um, friends' suggestions. And um, even though they they would suggest people, I would say no, um, just because it didn't fit my vision. And although I hate saying no, trust me, I'm not one of these like saying no, they can't do it, they definitely can't do it they could be um, they, they could work in, in another way on another shoot but not for a, a given project that I'm working on them for example the x-Men versus the Avengers versus the justice League it was a huge shoot don't get me wrong it was over two days it was overwhelming um it was there, there was so much to do uh, there's so many things that could have gone wrong if you did but it kind of rectified itself but the thing is it was kind of like, a social gathering of friends and new friends making friends. And it, it was just good. And it was good for me as someone who's relatively a newbie um, to get to know people that I'd only spoken to uh, via Facebook or Twitter as well. So it was um, it was huge. Uh, ideally, I I'd want to do something like that again, most probably a heroes versus villains. Um So I think by the time that happens, most probably for the first or the second quarter of next year, I would have made a lot more contacts, um, get to know people a bit more, and most probably be able to select, pick and choose who I'd most probably want. And it also depends on whether they got the outfit, because someone may actually fit a character really well but not have the outfit, so then I've got to try and get a loan outfit. Or I, I don't know, do a contra deal or something like that. So there's a lot of preparation and planning into definitely like a 15 man shoot, um, but there's also a lot of preparation and planning into just sort of like an individual shoot as well. Well, that was going to be
0: my next question. So many of the costumes, the, the costumes that have, that you've used are are so comic quality. There, some most are spot on. How are you? How are you getting these these pieces together? I know you just mentioned you know, getting loners and things like that. But how many people have you actually shot that actually have these costumes
1: already? Uh, uh, pretty much 99%. Really? Really. Everyone that I choose. And I think it's because when you see Facebook, um, for me, people who, like, comment on my page or people say, oh, you should do a shoot with uh, X, Y, and Z. I'll look at their page. And they've got, like, the outfits. Um, pretty much everyone that I've shot has an outfit the only two outfits that actually tell a lie four outfits that um i've kind of had made are the wonder woman shoot i did with sarah scott in the uk the doctor doom shoot um harley quinn arkham asylum and the x23 shoot so they're the only four that i personally kind of like got myself um Everyone else has pretty much got theirs. And the thing is, what I like about some people, the people who sort of like devote their time and dedication to one character, maybe two, but if they really immerse themselves into the one character, that's more believable because I'm not trying to go for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different characters. Um, So when I see someone who's pretty much got an abundance of images of their outfit, For example, I'll go back to Jim as as Wolverine. Um, For me, it's like, okay, they know that character. So for me, that's believable. That's realistic. And they're going to work with me as a partnership to create some really cool pictures because they should know the actions, the mobility, what that character would do in a certain situation. So that in turn helps me as well.
0: That's actually a really good way to look at it because, you know, there's so many, especially – over, I'd have to say, over the last five years, but there's been such a huge cosplay presence. I mean, d- us doing the show, we've we've covered a couple of conventions here in New York City, and just the tremendous amount of work that goes into some of the cosplay. And then you see some people that are uh full time performers. They go to multiple shows, and I can see that the people that are doing a lot of the work with you are are seasoned veterans. That they go and they they, they do multiple shows. They do. Uh, multiple appearances and multiple photo
1: shoots so it's good that you're getting people that have experience in there i think it's important i really do i mean i I will shoot pretty much anyone because i think everyone deserves a chance they should have pictures in their outfits because for whatever reason they're doing it whether it's fun some people do it as a confidence boost Um, and i've got no right to decline someone a photo shoot if they want to do that Um, for my portfolio stuff, that's when I'll select different people because I might want to do a certain character next month and I'm thinking, okay, I've got an idea. I want to do this. Um, For example, uh, this Friday, I'm going to be doing a Hulk uh, slash Venom shoot. And it's just from a picture I saw on the internet and I was like, oh my God, that could be pretty sweet. So... um, we found a, uh, a. I mean, obviously, Hulk is going to be have, have to be a little bit edited in Photoshop afterwards. Um, guy, bodybuilder, six foot three. Um, he's going to be body painted as a Hulk by uh, Devious Body Art, Georgia, um, and she is going to do that. And then what we're going to do after I've shot him as the Hulk. We're going to get carlos um from rage custom Creations, who did the venom shoot with me he was the one who uh, came up with the idea and applied the liquid latex onto freddy um he's going to come in and he's going to apply the venom liquid latex on top of the hulk body paint so then i get two shoots: i get a hulk body paint one and then i get the hulk ripping off the the, the symbiote as well so wow. i'm pre- i'm pretty excited about that trust me
0: <laughs> that's that's pretty cool and and to you know, referencing the Venom shoot, I I've read Venom books for a long time, and there was actually a a, a, a a series where Eddie Brock's wife, Venom's alter ego, actually got the costume. So when I saw that Lady Venom shoot with Freddy, I was like, wow, that
1: reminds me of this. So I was wow, I, mean, I was really impressed with that. I mean, that's great. I mean, that that shoot was for me totally overwhelming. Um, we shot it, we spent quite a few hours, went into the night shooting that. Um, I edited it, because I tried to edit edit pictures, at least a few, the same day or the day after. I put them up on Facebook, uh, we shot it in Miami, um, I went back to the UK. Uh, I went back to the UK, pretty much opened up my my phone, my Facebook, and I had a shed load of messages, likes, comments. And then the following day, the Facebook deleted it, and it was like, Okay, this is weird because that's never happened before. Um, And then that's when the whole snowball just started. And it's like, I would say, I mean, obviously, that was how a lot of people uh, got to know my work I, for yourself. Um, And it it was a picture, it was posted on uh, Stan Winston's uh, page. And it was, for that month, the third most liked image with over 22,000 likes and 5,000 shares.
0: That's amazing. Now,
1: that is amazing. Now, to me, I'm looking at that thinking, how the hell am I going to beat that? Because you've always got to strive to do better than your last shoot. Always. Um, You you don't want to backtrack. and Every now and then it might happen, but you've always got to push forward. How am I going to beat that? So, you know, I'm coming up with concepts to try and rival that. The downside, even though that was a... Totally cool, epic shoot. Got fabulous shares, comments. Got me a whole new uh, gang of followers on my Superhero photography page. I mean, within five days, I'd gone up an extra five and a half, six thousand likes. Um, The downside is I'm now very dubious about what I post up there. Um, For example, the Silver Surface shoot, I will most probably have to link from my website. Uh, into Facebook so people have to come out of it to look at my website or, or whatever um, third party I use to, to share it, which is a shame because it won't get the shares and the likes that I would like it to have via Facebook. Um, and I think over the last three or four weeks, a lot of people have experienced the same things where they've had uh, pictures, uh, flagged bands, and I think there's just a whole lot of people out there just tapping that uh, flag button. On, on the pictures, which is one of uh, Facebook's uh, big down, downfalls because they just automatic, automatically delete the picture. If you have two deletes, you get a 24-hour ban, you get a third one, then you're out. And that's, that's the only time you can actually contest as to why uh, and what uh, was banned, which is a shame because there's a lot of people out there that's got some very amazing like, work with costumes and, and it's not pornographic it's not sleazy slutty anything like that yet there's a uh, there's a handful of individ- individuals just kind of ruin it for so a lot of people out there
0: no i understand that i, I there's a uh, a young lady i her, her name is yaya han she does a, a lot of stuff um a lot of a lot of great cosplay usually um stuff with uh, street fighter characters from the video game uh, occasionally she um she did one for arkham city with um with catwoman and i remember a buddy of mine he shared a photo of hers and he says to me, "He's like, hey, check out this picture." And it was up for about a day or so, and then click, it was gone. And he's like, "What the hell happened?" And I said, yeah. "I think, I think Facebook struck." And I, I, I've noticed over over the last year, the standards and practices of Facebook have become, I kind of want to say prudish.
1: <laughs> to a but degree. You, yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually even think it's that because there is there's a lot of things on Facebook that have been up for many months and you, you are looking at the dark side of the moon. There's some dodgy stuff. Of course. I mean, we were trying to work out with the, the, the first picture that, of the was band. What was it? Was it because there was a side boob in there or was it because it looked like she was in agony? And I'm thinking, well, neither of them are really bad compared to some of the stuff you see. And then, you know, I mean, with any industry, you're going to get the rumor mill, they did this, she did that, he did this, and it's like, okay, you know, I don't want any part of that. I just want to do my shoots, uh, do well, get the pictures out there for everyone to enjoy and just do the best that I can. You know, so going back, it's just a bit of a shame that, you know, they can't directly go onto Facebook and if they do, then, you know, you've got the risk of getting deleted or whatever. So that's, that's just the downside of it. But, you know, apart from that, everything's happy
0: go lucky. No, I mean you you've had such tremendous fortune with that and it leads me to something else that that's been on my mind. Obviously you you're picking some some very great characters, but where do you draw the inspiration to say to yourself, "Hey, like like the female Silver Surfer, where did you get the idea? Hey, I'm going to do a Silver Surfer and I'm going to make it a woman." And it's the next character I'm going to do. Where did you get the idea and why do you tweak certain things like that. Uh, you know what, What's the inspiration? Like Lady Skeletor?
1: I mean, it's a two-way street. Um, I will listen to suggestions, whether they're from friends, whether they're from people who follow my page, whether it's from a complete stranger on the street. Uh, so I'm not going to take all the credit for all the shoots that I've done and, and the ideas. I mean, with the, with the Venom one, that was uh, Carlos Blanchard's idea. He came to me with that, and that was his vision. So we worked together to create that. With the Lady Skeletor, uh, the Lady Death, and the female Silver Surfer, I will throw that on Freddie Nova's shoulders. Um, she's been doing Lady Skeletor for a little while. Lady Death is her main, um, her main thing, her main character. And the Silver Surfer one is the concept that she came up with, uh, with the help from her friend Vic, who designed the board and made the board. And you know, she was she held out on me for a long time before she told me. She was wow. like, "I can't." tell you. I'm like, "Why are you go- Why are you not going to tell me this?" And she's like, "I don't want it to get out." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Come on, tell me who this is." Because the reason why I wanted to know is because I could then say, "No, it's not going to work," or "Okay, I'm up for that," or "Nah." Not really what I want to do. So, but I knew because it was her idea, it was going to be really cool. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's half and half. I'll have an idea, like for example, Hulk uh, and Venom for Friday sort of picture. I was like, I want to do that. This is how we're going to do it body paint and the liquid latex on top, rip it out. Um, and then hopefully, if things go well, we've got the Carnage shoot uh, in the next couple of weeks uh, with a, a different model uh, called Elizabeth. Um, again, that's part of the, uh the, select, the Venom saga. So we'll do that, Carlos, to come back in. We'll get the liquid latex. We'll storyboard it, and then we'll just see what havoc we can create and who can get banned first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you
0: know, I, I like hearing that. You know, you go to Venom, you go to Carnage. It's good. It's good that you're doing it that way. And I noticed, you know, you do a lot of work with, with Freddie is, is, is she, do you feel she's kind of like your go-to because she can transform herself into so many characters? Cause there are some people that are like that. They're just chameleons and they just, uh, a slight tweak of the hair, a slight tweak of the outfit. And they look like a completely different human being.
1: Um, I wouldn't say she's my go-to. I would say the reason that I don't want to be known as someone who only shoots one person gotcha. now after saying that, clearly, I've done like four or five shoots with different people. Um, or four or five shoots of different characters with the same person, sorry. With uh, with Freddie, it was just a case of I was there for a couple of days and we just got all of this in. Um, the thing with, with her is Venom, okay, you can get away, hair pulled back, liquid latex. It's not really about the person. It's about the subject, i.e. the symbiote, so you can get away with that. With the skeletal. It doesn't look like her at all. Mm-hmm. The lady, she's got half mask on. Again, doesn't look like her. And with the Silver Surfer, she's like painted head to toe in silver. So in that regard, you don't really see her. So um, that's why it's easy to get away with. Now, if someone wanted to do uh, a Superman, a Green Lantern, um, a I don't know, Plastic Man, a Fantastic Four, whatever that 's not as easy because you 're going to see the, the same face over and over again um, so i, I don 't know it's just it 's a combination of teamwork partnerships uh, i 'm just lucky if i 'm going to be honest i 'm lucky with the time that i 've been doing this aligning myself with um, some very good people within this industry um, so i 'm going to touch wood and hope that continues
0: no absolutely i mean Absolutely. That's one of the. That's one of the things. Like I said, it's all. It's all about right place, right time, and just the right people. Uh, one thing I I did notice is that your characters are always the characters you shoot are always so involved. You know, I saw you mentioned Superman, Green Lantern, and while I'm sure they'd be great subjects, do you do you kind of feel that those characters are uh, quote unquote easy? You know, what I mean, because you throw on a Superman suit and then you gotta. It's all about lighting and and backdrop in that case because, you know, you find the right person, they throw on the suit, and that's it. Your, your, your characters are more involved. There's more to it, whether it's props, location. Do you feel that that's a factor as well in, in your character selection?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I would... I mean, I'd like to do a scattering of mainstream characters, but I, I also want to go for the second, third, and fourth tier where there's, there's people who aren't necessarily on the front line and have got a movie coming out next year, for example, um, but you know them from the comics. I mean, I would love to do a rogue trooper, you know, the old style. Um, but that, that's a, a case of um, just getting the, the outfit. That's my idea. I have to get an outfit. So, so I want to do something that people go, well, I haven't seen that one before. Um, whereas you'll get a lot of people, a lot of people do Batman. I mean, he's cool. Absolutely. No doubt about that. There's different, um, variations of Batman, but within my portfolio, I don't want 10 different versions of Batman.
0: Right. Um, I can understand. All right. We're just going to deal with a little bit of these recording issues. And once he's ready to call back, we will continue from there and see how it goes. Obviously, you know, that's the thing with long-distance interviews, especially on Skype, you run the risk of uh, all types of technical mishaps. Lucky for us, we, um, we're recording it on an external device so we can make some, some changes on the fly and continue the interview. So, for those of you that are actually just um, checking out the interview on the app, know that we are working on uh, rectifying this little technical mishap as soon as Adam figures it out. We will continue the interview right where we left off because there's still much to do
1: my phone is being a jackass
0: that's all right now 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 you sound crystal clear maybe it was just uh stopping and restarting on your end but now you're (laughs) you are you are
1: gold now the old off on
0: (laughs) yeah that's what happens it's it's really weird you know let's um, quickly
1: do it just before it goes again
0: (laughs) yeah as um as we were saying before we got had the technical difficulties we were discussing just the selection of the, the, the safer heroes, like you were saying before we got cut off, just about n- not wanting to do five different Batmans in your portfolio.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's better just to have a, um, a diverse selection of whether they're heroes, villains, or even if, like, for you know Lara Croft, she's not a superhero or a super villain or anything. So she kind of comes into more like a, a movie uh, character, or, or, or a games character as well. So you know, I'm partial to doing those as well. So the more the more variety I have to offer, at least people won't get bored thinking I do the same old thing. So the more different characters and the ones that people may not have heard of, and you kind of introduce them to new things. I think that that's pretty much what I want to go for. All right. Now, now, of course, the the million dollar question, which I'm sure
0: countless people always want to know, but I think is is probably the most telling. Let's talk about the gear you use um for your shoots because you you do a lot of work post production, but you also, I'm sure you d- switch it up with with lenses and and things like that. What what's your primary rig to do a lot of your
1: shooting? All right. You're not gonna believe me, but it is so simple. Um I use a uh, Canon five D Mark II. Um pretty much the lens I use would be a twenty-four one oh five. Uh, I might have a, a, a 50mm, either a 1.8 or a 1.4. Some of the stuff I did with the Lara Croft was a 7200, and that's pretty much the, the camera and the lenses that I use. Uh, in terms of studio-wise, if I've got travel, I've got two L-n-croms, um i I've got a 600 and a 430 speed light. And then whatever light's available, in all honesty, I, I don't go in for this completely... Um, Five six different lights on someone is so simple sometimes the 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 picture of Lara croft um standing on the edge of the cliff she's full length she's got a like a goblet in one hand she's got the sunset that's using the ambient light and one uh, speed light that's it
0: well using you know using the twenty four one oh five obviously gives you a lot a lot more variety, but do you feel that using you know the prime lenses fifty millimeters are are the ones that just allow you to focus solely on the model and less on the landscape, you know? Because pretty some pe- some people love the primes because it gives you you know it gives that nice blur effect with a complete focus. But I know other people that they just they like having the full background on display.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to sort of like the the stock photography of it or with the black background, I mean, there's not much to focus on, so you can pretty much rock up with any lens. When it comes to location shoot. For example, a waterfall. I need it. That's what's making the shot. So you know, you need to pack out the bigger lenses and the zoom lenses for that one. And um, I don't really put the fifties on the camera that much, in all honesty. The twenty four one oh five, That's the that's the one that sticks with me pretty much through thick and thin. And what's the uh, what's the what's the aperture for the for the twenty four one oh fives? Oh, crikey! I think it's um, I think it's four. Wow. Uh, yeah, the 50s go 1. 1.8, 1. 1.4. Uh, I think the 72 under is 2.8. Um, yeah, I, think, I mean, I'd, I'd like to kind of, with the location stuff, you know, I'd like to try different lenses. You know, I want to go for like fisheyes and wide angles and try and create something a little bit different. Um, that's just trying to be a little bit more creative. I think, you know, in honesty, since the Venom 1 explained it, I'm like, I've got to keep ahead of the game now. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> definitely. So it's like, what do I need to try? I need to try something that people haven't tried before. So you know, sometimes it it won't work, but hopefully the majority of the time it will work.
0: Well, you know, obviously, you know, using using a Canon rig and going into such a smaller amount of lenses, do you find yourself doing more post production? Do you are are you a Lightroom user, or do you like to switch between Lightroom and Photoshop and use them both. Like how, how do you work on the post-production and what are some things that you focus on? You know, not, not only because of the composition of the photos, but, but because other people may want to get into certain aspects of photography. And of course those lessons can be valuable.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't used Lightroom that much. I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this thinking, oh, my God, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I, use, I use Bridge just to, um, just to basically, I'm going to be completely and fruitfully honest with you here. Um, I use import to Bridge, rename everything, just uh, select every ones, the ones that I don't want. Um, though I normally delete those as I go along in a shoot just saves time in, uh, in post-edit. Um, select the ones that I do want to retouch, narrow them down that way. I'll then take them out of there and straight into Photoshop as a raw image. Um, tinker around with that a little bit. Normally, as as the picture is shot, it's how I want it, but I might click auto every now and then just to see what it'll throw up. Um, maybe a bit of recovery if I've um, overdone the white, especially if it's outside as well. Um, and I've had to take a shot pretty quickly. I'll bring, bring, the, uh, bring the detail back in. And then I'll open it in Photoshop and then go away. I mean, on the, on the black background, there's not much to do. People normally got, if the outfits are cool and, and the pose is good, there's not much for me to do. Just make sure that the black is black. Um, make sure there's no loose uh, bits of thread hanging off. Uh, if I have to clean up the floor... Uh, if there's any bruises or scratches or something on them? I can get those off quickly. Um, where it's different now, especially since I did the the silver service shoot a few days ago, I've been playing around a lot more. Uh, with Photoshop brushes. Uh, in terms of doing more of a, like uh nebulas, uh stars, uh getting planets in and stuff like that. So I've really enjoyed that because it's something I haven't done uh, before. So I'm kind of learning uh, new things um, as I go along. So like I said, it's with the lighting. It's, I'm keeping it very simple, really and- simple. I mean, if I knew what I was doing, I'd be dangerous. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. You've been doing
0: all of this mostly self-taught trial and error um what are you what are you referencing at least to make sure that you're getting you're drawing inspiration are you you know using things like Flickr other kind of photos reading other people's ideas you know just for inspiration not so much to to learn how to do it how are you how are you picking up so many tips of the trade and are you doing it just more based on the experience itself
1: yeah pretty much it's wow. trial and error. um i mean you you'll see a few photos. for example the the silver Surfer one I'm doing at the moment um I'm literally. I've spent. I've been spending a long time on it. So I'll, I'll do a few bits. I look at it and go, no, don't like that. Take that layer out. Do it again. If it feels right, I'll keep it. Um, so yeah, yeah, a lot of it is is trial and error. I will reference a few pictures. Um, I'm watching, or I'm just reading a thread on on a on a Photoshop. Um, uh, project in a moment. I just want to try something uh, with uh, one of the silver surface sheets. And you know what? For the life of me, I cannot remember what. Um, I said Photoshop uh, disintegration effect. So I'm I'm giving that one a go tonight, and hopefully that turn out pretty cool um, because I've never done that. So that will be literally I will follow that by the book and see what happens. So that pretty much be the first project or the or the first tutorial that I'll um, I'll follow. Do you use um, tablet or are you point and click on the mouse? My God, I love my pen and tablet. All right. (laughs) Anywhere without this pen and tablet. Seriously, how people can do Photoshop with a mouse, all credit to them. One of my best mates, um, he will use a mouse. I do not know how he does it. I honestly don't know. I'm like, how can you do that? And he's like, it's easy. You do it like this. And I look at him, he's doing it. And I'm like, that's crazy. I need my pen and tablet. If I do not know where my pen and tablet is, I'm scared. Oh, man. So, so I do a lot of majority of my work on, my, on the MacBook Pro, on the laptop. Um, I, I, even if I'm not in Photoshop, I'll most probably plug it in and still use it. It's kind of like how I do things now. It's scary. It's like the mouse has gone away. I'll use a trackpad every now and then, but the pen and tablet is literally there. Um, and I think if anyone is getting into Photoshop, make an investment. Get a tablet. I just use I use a small bamboo, and um, because of travel, I want to keep it light, keep it small. That little soldier has seen me through thick and thin, and helped me create some pretty cool stuff.
0: You, you of course, are shooting at New York Comic Con in, in roughly
1: two weeks. Um, is this going to be your first con, or I've done a couple. All right. Uh, I, I well stand up. I went to uh, MegaCon in February. Uh, with superhero stuff.com. That been kind of my sponsor.
0: Oh, I've I've worked with superhero stuff. I actually uh I interviewed Renando Long from Superhero yep. Stuff. He's he's been on, on, on air with us on the live shows.
1: Yeah, I mean the the boys over there, they're um they're cool. Uh, very hard working. So I kind of I rocked up to MegaCon and just shot with them. Just the normal carpet stuff um outside their booth while they're doing their thing with their awesome t-shirts. I love their T-shirts, um, and then went to Philadelphia uh, con with them as well. So this time, um, I'm kind of going on my own with my friend, uh, Michael D'Alessio. Um, we are going to be uh, pretty much shooting. Um, people have been booking in for scheduled shoots throughout, throughout the four days. I'm going to have an awesome booth. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of excited because it's, in a way, my first one on my own where my images are going to be like eight foot tall and people are going to be able to see them. When I shoot, uh, it's going to be hooked up to a 60 inch screen. So as I take the picture second later, it will be up on a screen so people can see what I'm doing. Um, I'll be doing, or we'll be doing the venom shoot. (laughs) We're going to be liquid latex in on the Saturday. Oh man. Uh, We're going to be ripping that off and hopefully we won't get thrown out. Um, I'm sure we'll draw a crowd. Um, but you know, it's just, basically celebrating what I've done so far and, and what the future's um, going to hold. Um, I, I want to thank, and I'll mostly do it at the end, I just want to thank everyone that's basically supported me right from December, stuff.com, them guys have supported me all the way through. Um, just the people on the page that, that kind of like comment, uh, like share the images. They appreciate, oh, yeah. I, get, I get a lot of messages on a daily basis saying, you know, you, Um, thank you for sharing your art. And, you know, I'm just like a small town boy. Uh, Oh, my God, that sounds like a song reference, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, it does. Don't stop believing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. It, It has been overwhelming. I mean, it kind of started with the Wonder Woman shoot that I did and then the Venom shoot, and then it's kind of, it's just kicking ass at the moment. And I am so thankful for everyone that's basically taken time out just to stick with me. What's
0: a What's a character on your radar that you'd like to tackle that that kind of initially seems daunting, but you're you're entertaining?
1: I really want to do Spawn.
0: Oh, Spawn is a favorite of mine. Todd McFarlane is a hero. I met he- him. I met him when I worked at New York Comic Con last year, and it was a total fanboy moment meeting him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do Spawn. Um, I wanted to do I uh, like an. Uh, I kind of want to be topical as well every now and then. For example, do a Judge George shoot at New York. Um, I want to do – I would love to do an old-school RoboCop, like with the with the old-school suit. That nice. Kind of, not with the one that was floating around on no, Facebook. No, no, no.
0: No, good man. Old-school no,
1: RoboCop all the way. 100%. <laughs> I mean I, – I mean, Crazy enough, when that came out, every kid was walking around their living room like Robocop, saying, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Yep. So, you know, that, they are kind of uh, characters I want to do. Um, it's kind of trying to work out what the next thing is that's going to explode. And it's really hard to tell what it's going to be. Um, so, I mean, if anyone has any suggestions, they want to message me, uh, they want to post it on the, on the superhero photography page or get a hold of you guys, you guys can tell me if anyone wants to collaborate with anything, it's kind of, um, it's, I, I would love to do, oh, sorry, I'm going to go back to what I want to do again. Um, the, the DC, DC online trailer, uh, where it's all dark, uh, like Superman from that I would do his suit is ripped up he's he's stubble that's my style that's the gritty that's the the move that's what i want to do i want to do um i want to do the lexley for power suit the armor that's Love huge that. that's awesome um, there's a lot i want to do there's it's just trying to get time sometimes you know it comes down to funds and money as everything does of course um, we would all love that little little pot of gold that we could dip into just to help us create stuff. But you know, I suppose my one of my things uh, by doing New York is to make new contacts, network with uh, independent artists who want to bring their characters to life through photo shoots. Uh, even the big boys, whether it's Marvels, DC, Dark Horse, anything like that, who could see a value in me contributing to any of their projects um now i mean hopefully at some point that could be a reality um that's what i'm pushing towards i would love to work with movie studios um in helping them with their image campaigns and their posters that come out prior to uh films i mean if i'm involved in that then i am like as happy as a pig in you know what of course
0: i um I, d- I do have one suggestion. If you get a chance, look at the character, the
1: Darkness from Image. Someone else, I think someone else is, has has um, has suggested that as well.
0: Yeah, because you know his costume is is organic. You know, it, it, it kind of morphs onto his body, and he has all these little demon minions. You know, you can have a lot of
1: fun with that. Okay, okay, I'll look into that. Yeah, the Just darkness, for you. Yeah, the
0: darkness. The darkness is awesome, but um, uh, you know. You you shared so much, and of course, w- with Comic Con, we were un- unfortunately we were gonna go this year, and then they changed the requirements, so they didn't um, they didn't approve us as press for this year, so we won't be working the event. I had wanted to go and say hello on the show floor, but um, you know we're in New York, so anytime you're out here, drop me That's a the... line.
1: You know, the... go to a
0: pub, <laughs> grab a drink or something. You know.
1: Hey, now you're talking my language now. Um, there's one other thing I'm doing as well Sorry, Uh, it's it's something called Project Reborn Um, and this this was an idea that I came up with, you get a lot of people who will say about trademarks copyrights, you can't do this, you can't do that it's their character, etc I'm like, okay I need to create my own stuff Uh, so it's it's a thing called Project Reborn, I'm, I'm working with my friend Chris on it, he's creating a backstory we've come up with four characters um, the, you can you can check on the Facebook page uh, Project Reborn. You can find it through my superhero page. So basically, the idea is creating four characters: two males, two females, two heroes, two villains um, that are going to need to work together but they'll also have the opportunity where they can uh go off as independent characters um in their own novels uh if need be then to get those characters illustrated and we've got an awesome girl called courtney um who she's she's illustrating them. she's already done one uh Nod. um she's working on one that hopefully i'll be able to put out tonight or tomorrow and there's two more that come out on the on the following two weeks Then from there, I want to do a live photo shoot. So I need to find the four models that fit these four characters that we've created to do this photo shoot. Um, And then we've got a story, backstory. We have a plot. We have a storyline. We have the illustrations. We have the live photo shoot. So we've got the characters. Now, I have no idea what I'm doing with this. I've I've got this thing where I start projects, I want to do something, I want to prove to myself that it can be done and where it can be taken. Now, whether or not we float that on Indiegogo, see if we can get funded for then, um, create a novel, uh, a graphic novel series from this, maybe that's the way to go. But I think by doing this, you're opening other doors, you're, you're aligning yourself with new people, new brands. And, you know, I'm one of these people that will try it. I'll try it. If it doesn't work, i tried it. If it works, awesome. Um, you know, it's the same thing when I travel for locations. I'll get on a plane and go. I mean, some people will go, I can't believe you go to Australia. I'm like, okay, I save the money, I buy the flight, I go out there. Well, sometimes, sometimes people give themselves excuses not to do something. I, know I used to be like that, but not anymore. And you know, And I think that's kind of like a good thing if you can not give yourself excuses and just do it. No,
0: you definitely can. I mean, that's that's one thing that I really, especially speaking with you now, you know, I, I, I respected the work you did, but you have my utmost respect for 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 living the dream. You know, you, who wakes up and gets to go and and shoot all these great characters and travel to all these different locations and and just have a blast. It's, it's that's something that you have to do consciously and you have to go after. So again, you know, yeah. you have my utmost respect for that.
1: Appreciate that. I mean, like I said a lot of people can do this is whether they choose to or not. Right. Absolutely. Well, to,
0: to wrap things up, of course, you were mentioning project reborn. Where can people find your work and also catch up with you?
1: Okay. So, um, you've got my main website, which is all the W superhero photography.co.uk. And that's.co.uk. Um, someone else has got .com, and they're sitting on it. How dare they? Yep. Um, and facebook is most probably where it's the most interactive um if you just search for superhero photography on there you'll find it um that's where i pretty much post every day that's where people chat and we work on the, the new projects that come forwards or you have got twitter which is superhero photos um if you want to email me adam at superherophotography.co.uk. they're pretty much the main things um, either one of those, I, I'll be honest, I get a lot of messages come through, but I try my utmost to get back to everyone. If I don't, give me a poke, give me a nudge, and, and, I, and I will uh, get back to you right away.
0: Of course, and um, like I said, you'll be, you'll be at New York Comic Con um, October 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, you'll be running your own booth, doing some great photo shoots, so for those of you that are listening, that are heading out there, uh, in two weeks, make sure to
1: stop by Adam's booth, and um, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Booth 1881. There you that's go. It. And that if it's at Saturday around one thirty, just go where the crowd is because that's where the Venom shoot is going to be. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an amazing experience, um, and I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of people down there.
0: Awesome. All right, man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to interview. You've just heard My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic with Adam J., You can listen to live episodes of MTR every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific by heading over to Blog Talk Radio forward slash MyTakeRadio. You can also listen to us via our Facebook fan page by clicking the Mixler button, and you can get 96K stereo there. And, of course, on your mobile devices, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. If you want to check us out on the web, head over to our official site, MyTakeRadio.com, become a fan on Facebook, add us to your circle on Google+, and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening.